When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, let's get straight to the man in the know on everything rugby league. The chief league writer with uh, the Brisbane Courier Mail, Pete Bedell. Uh, very busy man at this year, at this time of year. Pete, uh, very good morning to you. Hello, Pat and Heels. I've got to say, Patty, you were out at Red Hill the other day getting a tan. You were looking good, mate. <laughs> Sunburnt. Sunburnt, mate. <laughs> yeah. oh, see, it's been a long time between rookie. training sessions He's for me. It was a rookie era. He's a rookie again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was hiding under the umbrella heels. Oh, seen him. Oh. <laughs> Covered every Broncos session for about 30 years and still went in like a, a first-year apprentice. Anyway, hey, mate, th- there's a lot of excitement about this, this match, isn't there? Because uh, of what the Warriors have brought to the season this year, we know that in a lot of people's mind, they're almost their second team because of what they went through during COVID. So I don't reckon their reception is going to be all that hostile uh, on, uh, on Saturday night. Well, certainly not, Pat, especially when you consider the, the large contingent of Kiwi fans that exactly. we often see at Suncorp Stadium. As we know, there's a lot of Kiwi and Polynesian fans and, and residents in, in southeast Queensland, and they'll all be out in force for this magnificent Warriors team that have been the real feel-good fairy tale story of the season. And, and boys, I know everyone thinks the Broncos are going to canter home in this, but I, I just have a feeling that there's, there's a sniff of an ambush in the air. And I'm I with you. If Brisbane, aren't, yeah, if Brisbane aren't at their best, I think the Warriors can get them. Well, I think that's a good thing for Brisbane. So they, they're young and they're ready and they're strong enough to maybe even get behind early, you know. And, uh, you know, at the finals, they always say you, you might have to win them two and three times this game. So don't, don't panic. They're, they're, not, they're in good shape. So I think that's a good thing that will keep them bubbling along. Um. Uh, yeah, yeah. And what what do you make of their attitude? They they seem quite relaxed and casual at training. Pete, is that a good thing or maybe not? No. I, look, I see a real team full of confidence, boys. I mean, I, I've been out there all year, and just through the year, I've just seen this momentum shift and a real shift in attitude in in regards to a team that used to be defensively soft mentally a little bit fragile, but with every win this year, 18 in the regular season, which equaled Brisbane's club record, uh, they have just developed confidence, they've developed a bond, a mateship and a trust in their defensive systems. And I I think Brisbane can go all the way. I think they're the only team that can beat Penrith of the four, of the four remaining. And I, I think they'll get the job done against the Warriors. It won't be as easy as people think. I think it'll be close, but I think the, the Broncos have the firepower across the board and the and the belief in their defence and the, the resilience in their defence to edge out the Warriors. And then I think I think they play Penrith in the grand final and it will be a cracker. Yeah, yeah I agree. I, look, I think that's the way it's going to unfold. But obviously there's a fair bit of narrative to be written yet. Haas v Fanua Blake, uh, that shapes as one of the clashes of the season. Outstanding, Pat. It will be phenomenal. Uh, these, they're the two best props. And if you look at things statistically in terms of post-contact metres, I think Adam Fanua Blake's number one. Payne Haas is at number three, I think. And up there is James Fisher-Harris. So they are big metre eaters. And Adam Fanua Blake's footwork for that try last week against the Knights was just spectacular. And Ezra Mam's got a huge task because he runs on that left edge 
uh, Adam Fanil Blake, and he'll be coming at Ezra Mam. So Ezra's got a he'll have his work cut out, uh, but he'll have to. I think Adam Fanil Blake has the speed and and toughness in midfield to really cause the Broncos some problems. Mm. Hey, look, and there's no con- no coincidence that the three you mentioned there, Fanil Blake, Haas, and Fisher Harris. Uh, you know, and I keep saying it all the time, you go back to the likes of Lazarus and Webke and Sivanasiva, they win you or they help play a big role in winning grand finals. Oh, 100%, boys. I mean, I know we always talk about the little generals like Adam Reynolds, Alan Langer, Kevin Walters, but to me, without the big boppers up front, you, you don't have the platform and the bedrock for a premiership. And Payne Haas and Tom Flegler, they give that to the Broncos, as does Pat Carrigan, who's been immense as a link man at 13. And I think the Warriors also have that up front with Adam Penor Blake, and he gets great service from Mitch Barnett, who's a real unsung hero. A bit yeah. like Flegler, he's tough, he's fiery. So I think styles make fights, as they say, boys. And this this game between the Bronx and the Warriors, they've got very similar players, very similar strike, similar mongrel. I think it will be a genuine finals cracker. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. And then they release those two fullbacks. Yeah, exactly. My right. goodness, Reese Walsh and Nickel Kloskard. So um what what is it? News Corp have got a new top thirty NRL GF moments, Pete. Um, talk us through what yes. what you've done here. Yeah, absolutely. He also the team at, at News Corp led by Robert Craddock, Phil Rothfield and Martin Lanahan, the NRL, who's a journalist and great historian of the game, knows the game so well. They've gone through the last thirty years of grand finals to put together Rugby League's 30 great grand final moments. And, look, this is one for all the bar flies, isn't it? All the boys at the pub talking about the greatest moments. But it's fascinating to see who comes out on top. And we've actually got the experts' top 30 and then the readers' top 30. And it's fascinating to see what the readers have chosen and how it differentiates from the experts because the the numbering and the rankings are are vastly different. Mm. Um, Webby with the broken arm would feature up there because it must have been big, mate. We heard about it every day when I was at Channel 7 for about 18 years. (laughs) It's sitting at 19. (laughs) Yeah, I think think Webby's arm's still broken. I'll just ask him. uh, He still comes in with the now Meninga arm guard. (laughs) Correct. Yeah, but no, boys. He's a funny one, actually, boys. When you mentioned when I talked about the comparisons before, he's actually at number nineteen mm-hmm. in the experts' great moments. But the readers have it at number three, mm-hmm. so that's a fascinating okay. insight into how the readers valued what Shane Webke did that day. You know, of course, back in two thousand, Wayne Bennett told him before the preliminary final, they were at the team hotel. Wayne Bennett said, "Shane, if you don't play in this game, you don't play in the grand final." And for Shane Webke to play with a broken arm four weeks into a 12-week injury, was pretty phenomenal and very brave, very Mm. brave. And he said to me the other day, Pete, my arm was so sore after that preliminary final, I didn't, I I underestimated how it would affect my arm. And he said, I was a dead set passenger in the grand final, but I I got through, I got the job done and we got the grand final win. So that's all that matters. But it was a wonderful performance and sums up a lot of these great grand final moments that we rank. Yeah, that's the year 2000. And uh, gee, Cooper Cronk's in a few of them, isn't he? Yeah. He's in uh, three or four, one being his farewell game for the Storm, then his chip kick against the Bulldogs in 2012, and then his Roosters broken shoulder or rotator cuff injury. Yeah, of course, Heels. I mean, how will we ever forget that? I mean, that's one of my great memories as a journalist. Was on the, we still on the day didn't know. They, they were so top secret, the Roosters, about this. I mean, normally secrets get out in the league, but even two hours before kickoff, nobody knew if Cooper Cronk would play in that 18 grand final. And when he ran out in jumper number 23, and then 
to, to steer the Roosters to victory. That was a remarkable effort against his former club, of course. Yeah. And I remember I remember talking to him in the sheds after, and he was he was just so mentally broken from what he put himself through, let alone physically. And it was it, that that ranks in the top five guys that moment. And uh, it certainly warrants that ranking because it was a remarkable effort. Hey, I know you've got other commitments and we're going to let you go. Are you allowed to reveal the top moment? Well, I guess, I guess so, guys. I mean, why not? I mean, because the readers actually have a different number one. So if the readers go online, they'll be able to see who they chose. But the experts chose Darren Albert's match winner in 1997 in the ARL Green Final okay, for, for Newcastle. Newcastle. That was number one, yeah, that last-minute try, of course, where Andrew Johns went down the short side, dummied and put him over to win the game against Manly. That was number one. Mm. But that's not the number one moment the readers have chosen. So if you're a reader, go online and have a look at what you've picked because it is a very different result, and it's quite interesting what they chose as number one. Yeah, that's via Code Sports. I can tell you that Sats's tackle is number three, so he's going to be filthy. Oh, well, he'll be voting madly. <laughs> 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 Oh, I put but, but so ARL, so that was ARL in 97, but it, I thought it was top 30 NRL grand final moments. Mm, anyway. Yeah, yeah oh, well, ARL obviously heals because they had the Super League uh, era, of course. Yeah, yeah that's that right. So it's just rugby league's great grand finals. But yeah, okay. it was, um, the NRL came in in 98, but it's the last 30 years, so going back to 93. So unfortunately, the great Pearls try, Steve Renoff in 92, just misses out the 30-year yeah. cutoff. So... Mm. Um, Pat was probably there that day cheering. I was, and I, I still keep hearing that from the Pearl too, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> He's had enough, um, 30 years. Pete, great to chat. Uh, just in a nutshell, you're tipping a Penrith Bronx grand final. Yeah, I think Penrith win easy, boys, and I think Brisbane by four. So Penrith, Broncos grand final, go the Broncos. The Courier Mail's Chief Rugby League writer, Peter Bedell. We really appreciate your time, as always, mate. Thanks, Pete. No worries, boys, any time.